Hello and welcome to the She Dances with Spirit podcast. I'm Tiffany Jade and I'm a soul alignment guide, intuitive coach, facilitator of healing, and quantum alchemist, helping women get into alignment and live their most authentic, expansive lives by shedding conditioning, reconnecting to intuitive guidance, and attuning to higher frequencies. I'm so excited that you're here, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I have Victoria Nielsen and Tiffany Wilkes from Spirit Mamas, and they shared that in Spirit Mamas, they're cultivating a community of loving, beautiful, energetic beings who show up to life perfectly imperfect of course. And their mission is to uplift spiritually conscious mamas, helping them to trust their intuition and power with ceremonial circles, energy work, rituals, and magic so they can bloom into that next version of themselves, fuller, brighter, and better than they ever thought possible which is so, so in sync with with us here with me. And um, so I will introduce you each individually and then give you an opportunity to say hi. So Victoria is an Akashic Records reader, breathwork facilitator, intuitive energy healer, and mama. Her personal mission is to help new and old mamas everywhere find the love in their heart for themselves that they have for their babies. Welcome, Victoria. Thanks, Tiffany. So excited to be here. Yay, so glad to have you. And Tiffany is a certified Reiki energy healer, sound practitioner, and spiritual coach. As a wife and mother of two sons, it is very important for her to show them how to live their true life's purpose. Welcome, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having us. I'm excited to start this conversation. Me too. Thanks. So, so glad that we were able to connect because we're definitely in sync in so many ways. And we even share a name here. <laughs> I know. <you> yeah. <laughs> I used to meet so many Tiffany's when I was younger, and it's not as common, not as often anymore. I don't yeah. know. So, my best happens. friend's name is Tiffany, but you're right. Like, I'm, I was born in the 80s. So, like, yeah. Tiffany is like, was so Tiffany and Stephanie and Brittany were like the popular names. And now, and I used to always be like, oh my God, what am I going to sound like as an adult with a name like, like Tiffany? And now I'm like, but I don't meet that many. I think I only know like maybe two. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like the, the, association with the name changes as we move through time (laughs) you know um like what used to be a kid name is now an adult name yeah exactly (laughs) um so i can relate to so much of what i read about both of you and and your journeys and what you do as well we share an overlap a lap overlap (laughs) with a lot of that and i would love to hear how did becoming moms send you on a path of spirit of inner discovery oh my goodness i feel like i'm in the midst of a rebirth right now after having birthed my second 11 weeks ago um hi guys i'm victoria and it really, I think my son, my first son, Sebastian was the the impetus. And even before that, I'd had a miscarriage before having him that really cracked me wide open and got me questioning just really everything, you know, why this, why, 
what's happening? Do I want to be doing what I'm doing? And I found the Akashic Records. And for those that don't know, the Akashic Records are really just an energetic frequency that you're emitting out of your crown chakra at all times. And every single person has a record that you can tap into at any time. And I love teaching moms, especially how to do this, because it really helped me realize that I have all the answers and that my spiritual team around me, you know, can help guide me whenever I'm feeling like I don't have those answers inside. And so that really kind of got me started. And then after I had Sebastian, I just was like, gosh, do I want to go back to my corporate job? You know, I really kind of love sharing this gift of the Akashic records with people. Like what, what is that? What is this? I mean, I always thought I was going to be working in corporate America and now, you know, I still am, but Tiffany and I are both farther away from it. Like we're really hoping soon to transition full-time into this work because it is so meaningful to us because especially now in the postpartum period, again, I am turning to these tools as if they're brand new. You know, I am opening my records every single day. I am using breath work. I'm journaling. I'm doing all these things to move through these really deep feelings. And it just reminds me why I love this work, because it allows you to come back to who you really are and really remember at your core all of the things that society told you you should do or what you are and, and kind of shed all of that. And so, you know, my, my sons have started that journey for me, but I think once your um, third eye is open, it's really hard to go back. <laughs> so, you know, it's like you go down the rabbit hole and you just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And we were joking earlier today that, you know, uh, the Victoria now I'm more me now than I've ever been. But if you had met me, you know, even five years ago to hear that I have a, a business called Spirit Mamas, you literally would have been like, what? Huh? You? You of all people? <laughs> and it's just because, you know, the, the journey started and I jumped in with, with both feet. Uh, I could so relate to so much of that same thing. Anybody that knew me a decade ago or more would have been like, what? Like I, just, I was straight, like type A, corporate, climb the corporate ladder, never in a million years, like connecting to my intuition or spiritual gifts or anything like that. Um, and the Akashic records, yes, those, uh, that those, that I, um, I worked with an Akashic Records reader quite a bit when I was moving through my dark night of the soul. And that was so, uh, what is the, even the word, like just so life-changing and such, it's like such a lifeline to, to help keep me moving on um, and my journey and knowing that like it was all happening for a reason. And then I ended up learning to read for myself. And yeah, it's so... Uh, I yeah. love it. Like, uh, my Tiffany used to always be like, Victoria, can you open my records for me? And I'm like, you know, you can do this, <laughs> that you can I open it now. Now I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but yeah, but no, it's still amazing. And sometimes you need that support, right? Like somebody else to kind of like lean on, especially when you're healing everybody else. So yeah. yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so I'm Tiffany, the other half of Spirit Mamas. And I have two sons. I have Logan, who's 12, and I have Lennox, who just turned three. Uh, it'll be two weeks on Sunday. And so for me, um, I've always been connected to the spiritual side of things from a child, but I kind of hid it in the closet for years. But I think that having Logan opened 
my third eye and opened a portal where I was not willing to kind of go back. I wanted to step into my truth. And I started asking questions like, what is my true purpose? Because like you, Tiffany, I was like, let me climb the corporate ladder. And, and then I would get a, a promotion or get a raise. And then I would be like, I would have it for like six months and be like, I'm looking for something else, looking for something else. And it was just like this, it has to be something more. Right. And um, so I started asking myself, like, what is your, what is my purpose here? And it really came through clear that I was a healer. Um, I definitely did not think I was going to be a Reiki healer, but I am that. um, And it's beautiful. But um, Logan really allowed me to look at this pure soul who came into this world with like not a care in the world and reminded me that like, I don't ever want him to lose that, but then how can I get back to that? And so I think that started me on my spiritual awakening and becoming a Reiki healer. And then fast forward nine years later, I have Lennox and it was like a rebirth again. And, you know, really remembering that like, okay, you've you're a Reiki healer and you're doing this and that, but like, how can you use these spiritual tools every single day? And uh, Victoria and I, we were pregnant at the same time with Lennox, who is my youngest and Sebastian, who is now her oldest. And we were just trying to figure out how can we, you know, um, provide something to moms who are on this spiritual journey, who feel like they don't have support and bam, we have spirit mamas. we've built an amazing community of moms and just women who you know need the support as they go on this journey and I think we've done a really really organic job of doing that and I think you know if we if we look back on what Spirit Mamas was two years ago we were just trying to do like Victoria's like I'll I'll charge people to open the Akashic and I was like and I'll do Reiki healing and then we turned it into this beautiful thing of holding you know, um, full moon circles and in-person retreats and just all these amazing ceremonial circles. And so I'm really, I'm really happy about where we, where we are and where we're going. Oh, that's so beautiful. And in-person offers such a powerful experience and that connection and i'm sure you both were just divinely placed in each other's lives to co-create this magic it's so beautiful how that happens you know (laughs) there are no coincidences no really this journey has really shown me that and following the breadcrumbs right even if it doesn't make any sense to your logical mind it most likely won't actually make sense to your logical mind but you'll just know you'll have this deep need to follow this thing. And, you know, we were again, kind of talking about this earlier that like following your joy can really show you what your true path is and what your true purpose is. And it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. You know, I think we're finally getting at a place in, in society where you it's, it's okay to not have a corporate job. It's okay to be doing the weird witchy thing over here and you can make abundance from it and you can live your life from it. And it doesn't have to look like anything that's ever existed before. And I think, you know, having podcasts like yours, Tiffany, just inspire people to think differently and to remember that, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be what you thought it was. You know, I feel like we've been so indoctrinated as a society that now is like that, that reawakening, that re-remembering of, you know, what really matters, right? Like 
who gives a shit if you're the director of blah, 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 whatever, you know? I mean, that's how I felt anyway. <laughs> I totally, totally, totally agree. I definitely, for the longest time, like placed all the value on the titles, on the, the salary and the promotions and all of that. And it has been a total uh, detangling from that identity and from that identification. And allowing the value to be separate from from labels from third dimensional paradigms and and things like that um i think there was something else i was going to share but it left so it wasn't important apparently um <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so would you share a little bit about um I, in your you mentioned previously before we spoke here uh conscious motherhood because i think conscious parenting is so important i know you know we're we're like passed down based on the wounds that our parents and our ancestors had and if we're not conscious about breaking that cycle about healing that then we just keep passing it down passing it down and i can even recognize when i get triggered into that and it's like okay conscious let's break out of that and let's not continue to pass that down so i would love to share share for you to share more about um what conscious motherhood means to you so for me, um, I think for me, it's really about reminding not only my children, but myself to live in my truth that I have all the answers, that they have all the answers, right? And, and being that example for them. So um, I think when, you know, I think back to when I was like a young mom and like had Logan and we were just, I was just like, you know, parenthood, momhood in general, is like, you just try to figure it out every day. Okay. Like, it's like no book for it. Um, but he came along and he was just showing me like, he would like at three, like get into this meditative state and like, talk to me about the planets and the universe. And I was blown away. Cause I was like, how do you know this first of all? And I realized that he was sitting here to kind of remind me to remember and in return now I have this beautiful practice of being intuitive and really checking in with myself and my kids now see that so just their actions like how like you know as you get old when you have older kids they have little confrontations with friends and little things like that but to see how they maneuver and be the bigger person and just like, you know, give from a place of love, this pure state. Um, it's so important. I think that my children just reminded me that I don't ever want them to lose that. So I think that, you know, what me and Victoria have built this community is really reminding moms that they already have the answer that, yeah, it's okay to have that support system. Like I was dealing, I'm dealing with some stuff right now with my little preteen and I went to our community and just kind of bent it for a minute and was like, I just need you guys to send me good vibes because I haven't done this before. And I realized that like, where I'm being very like intuitive about myself and just like meditating every day. And really, so I'm, so you said, you know, Tiffany's a wife, but I'm going through a divorce. So it's one of those things where I feel like the last 
year has been me like really figuring out me. And with that, I have a toddler who takes all of my attention. And then I have this preteen who I have neglected, right? And he's such a sweetheart. He doesn't say anything about it, but then I'm, I see him struggling and I had to really stop and be like, Tiff, you've now, you know, you figure out as a conscious parent, when is it the best time for you to pour into yourself 100%? And when do you give back to your kids 100%? So right now I'm in this place of like, okay, you've done all the work that you need to do in the last year to, to know who you are. So now let's help your son a little bit. And I think that's really being conscious, like knowing when you need to like kind of ebb and flow back and forth and you, you kind of see the signs when your kids are kind of like, hey, like he didn't say anything, but his spirit was like, I need you, mom. I need you, dad. Right. And so it's really um, being conscious and being able to really kind of maneuver through the day to day of being a parent. But I don't think if I had if I wasn't self-aware, if I didn't listen, if I didn't know how to listen to my my spirit, if I didn't know how to listen to like my inner voice, I would have kept, you know, coming home, focusing on the toddler, worried about myself. And then I could have had a, a really bad situation where my little preteen like went the wrong direction or whatever. So this, this week was really a moment of realizing like, you already know the answer and something now you just got to give a little more over there. So I think, you know, you can go down a rabbit hole of conscious parenting, but for me, I think my kids just reminded me of how unconscious I was and how I need to tap back into myself so that I can be the best mom that I could be for them. So yeah, that, that's my version of it. <laughs> no, saying the unconscious, Tiff, that's, that really made me realize that's my, the, you know better, so you do better, right? So obviously we, we said in the intro, we're about being perfectly imperfect. Like I don't, you know, I am very open and honest about how much I don't know, you know, and am learning every single day. But I think for me, conscious parenting has really been noticing when I'm falling into automatic behaviors and noticing when I'm falling into the unconscious behaviors of how I was raised. And that's nothing against my parents. They did the best they could with the tools that they had. But now I really just strive to be better. Like even, you know, a conversation my husband and I had the other day about just feeding the kids. And he was like, well, you know, we ate all that garbage and we were fine. And I'm like, yeah, but just because we turned out fine doesn't mean I want to feed my kids that, you know, of course, there's going to be days where all he wants is dino nuggets. Fine. Eat the dino nuggets. I don't want to fight with you. But like when I can really try or in the moments where it's easy to snap it at my toddler for losing his big, you know, big emotions and all of that. And instead taking a step back and saying, how do I want to be held in that moment? How do I want to be supported? And just some of the, like the knee jerk things and reactions you can say in moments, because that was how you were raised and just noticing it. You know, I think I very much can get ahead of myself and say like, oh, I need to, to change all these habits and things, but just noticing it makes a difference. And it brings it to your conscious awareness to say, ooh, okay, I don't want to do that again. Or, ooh, okay, next time this is how I want to do it. And I know my husband gets frustrated with me sometimes because I'm like, I don't, let's not talk to him like that. Or let's not do that. Or, you know, my, a family member will say something and I'm like, mm, we don't talk like that in our house. And it takes the courage to stand up for yourself as a conscious mother to say, no, this is how I want to do things. 
and to know that you know what's best for your family, even if it's against the grain, even if it's against what everyone else is doing around you, following that inner voice and that inner guidance is what you're meant to do as a mama. And, you know, I, I think that's what conscious parenting is to me is like Tiffany said, noticing the the flow of the current, but also, um, standing up for, for what you think is right for your family, even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else. Yes, I so agree. And, and I'm, I'm noticing my voice changing. I, I mentioned to, to the ladies before we started recording that I'm moving through the tail end of some sinus things. So just to clearing out that throat chakra. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm moving through that. Um, but yeah, definitely noticing is so huge, so important. And, you know, I'll notice myself sometimes it's like, oh, I'm responding the way that my mother used to respond, or I am feeling like a child right now. <laughs> like I could, there was like one time where I literally felt like I was, uh, preteen throwing a tantrum like I could see myself like punching my fists and kicking my feet on the bed and was like oh okay hey kids I'm gonna go take some space <laughs> to be by myself for a little bit and move through this because I am not responding from <laughs> the the level uh, of emotional intelligence that that you deserve and that is is possible and ideal and then apologizing anytime that I do fall into old patterns or respond from the trigger. Um, but, you know, acknowledging like, okay, I'm, I apologize, but that doesn't make it okay. Right. <laughs> like I'm not going to continue this. I'm continuing to get better and better and better every day. And this means nothing about you. Uh, you know, mommy fell into, a trigger and responded not from the, the, the right place. Well, it's so interesting, Tiffany, you talk about the inner teenager, because this is something that's come up for Tiffany and I before we all in the spiritual community, we talk so much about your inner child, right? Like, oh, you need to give your inner child some love. My inner teenager is going through it right now. And she's the one that needs some love because I did that exact thing. I felt myself responding in a moment like I was 13 year old Victoria. And I dug in my heels and I knew like the universe kept being like, here, make a better choice here. Here's another chance to try and be better. And instead I dug my heels in, I made it worse. I totally had the tantrum. And afterwards I was like, oh, okay. And now to your exact point, Tiffany, like, okay, I'm going to move forward from this place of love instead. But I really think there's something going on with our inner teenagers that like need some love and support right now because, um, yeah, I, I, I feel that very that's deeply. Like a, the inner teenager is something people don't talk about, but that's really um, the most pivotal part in our lives. You know, now being a mom to a little preteen and realizing everything you have to deal with in the world in that time frame, I mean, your brain isn't even developed enough to deal with all of that, right? And so it's like, I think it's in the spiritual community, we kind of skip over that. It's like the inner child, your higher self, but it's like, that's probably the place that needs the most healing because that's where you make those decisions that kind of, you know, uh, basically it's a, you make those decisions um, in that moment that can really either 
be positive or negative in your life, right? And like, there's a lot of trauma in the teenage years. Like, it's like breakups, getting bullied. It's like, you know, you you are a straight A student all through elementary, then bam, here comes this like trigonometry and all this other stuff that you're like, what the hell is this? You know, and I think we just, it might be, it might be something, Victoria, maybe we need to do something around that, like a little workshop or something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I believe the inner child holds the key to like everything. Um, the inner child, when the inner child throws the tantrum, it's showing us an area that we, uh, that's available for healing. I don't like to say need to, because we don't need to do anything, but you know, it's, it's available and for the highest for our highest timeline to to heal that. And I also believe that self-expression, that playful side, that the the parts of ourselves that we stuffed down because they we didn't feel that they were acceptable or they were they made us different or and all of those things, I feel that is a whole nother key to letting that playful side out. I find I let myself play with my kids now. And I still remember this moment of I was playing Roblox for the first time and playing like with a touchpad in like a third dimensional game. Whereas I'm used to like Nintendo back in the day, you know, with a joystick and it's like flat, like two dimensional. So I was like trying to go upstairs and I was like hopping on the side of the stairs cause I could not walk up the stairs. Like I was like still trying to figure it out. And I just have this moment of the two of us were laughing hysterically, like so, purely joyful in the moment like so connected i like it's imprinted in me and it sounds so little but it was just this moment of i am just in this moment i am playing i'm having fun and so now i i make sure to connect with them and play and it's good for them and it's good for me it's good for both of us so it's a way like i can fill all of our cups at the same time and that's really been powerful for for me and for us yeah I love those those moments I know I think my kids probably think I'm I'm crazy and silly and I've, I've always tapped into my inner child I'm like one of those people that that I'm like wait I know how old I am but it just doesn't feel that way and I'm like well I always like when I turn 60 will I always feel 12 <laughs> but um it's those moments like that Tiffany are so important and and my parents did a really good job with that. Like we had a very good, like playful relationship, especially with my dad. Um, we still, he came over the other day and it was still like all, all fun and games, right? Like when, until it doesn't need to be. But I, I try to be that way for my kids. Like we dance around the house every Saturday morning. We, I play video games with Logan too. And I had that same problem with Roblox. I'm like, why can't, what is wrong? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, but um. And just having those laughs that are like uncontrollably, like uncontrollable because they look at you and it's like, they they start laughing. I'm like, am I that funny? I can't be that funny. But if you think I am, I'll go with it. But, but no, I love that. And I think more like anybody who's listening, like Victoria always says it so well. She's like, you know, being a mom or being spiritual doesn't have to be that serious right like it can and I think anybody who goes to follow us on our Instagram page we are so I say fun because we're just silly and it happens so natural and it's like we just want 
to show up. We show our inner child all the time. And it does, it's not like we have to dig to do it, but I think it's just so natural now. But I think, you know, everything doesn't have to be so serious, but I think society sets it up for it to be like, you stay in this box once you reach this age and you don't come out this box. And if you do, you looked at funny, you know, and I'm just like, no, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna laugh, I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna be the 90 year old woman doing like the cabbage patch. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I could totally see that tip. I'll be with you. I'll yes. be with you right there. <laughs> totally. I totally fell into that. Like the, okay, I'm of a certain age now, so I need to be mature. And also, you know, in the corporate world, I had to like fit into the professional persona and okay, I'm a mom now, so I need to dress a certain way. I got rid of like certain clothes I thought like I had outgrown the interest in sports cars. I used to love sports cars. And um, and then I was like not interested anymore. And then and then I kind of rediscovered, reconnected to it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I could be a mom and have a sports car. Maybe it's a second car, or maybe I find a four-seater. I don't know. But like I'm allowed to be a mom and, and like a sports car. <laughs> you know what's so funny to me? I was looking at pictures they like, you know how Instagram will be like, post from this year. And I was like going through pictures and like Logan was like only one or two. And I'm looking at how I dress then and how I dress now. And I'm like, you look older than you were, than you are right now then. But I think it was because I was trying to climb the corporate ladder. I thought like, okay, you're supposed to dress this way, be this way. And I was like 28 years old wearing like, like, what the hell did you have on? Like, you know, it was like this thing, like I'm looking at pictures, like I'm not, I'm not posting that. You know what I mean? And now it's like, I'm just me. Like I have found my flow, my style and, and nothing wrong with people who, if that's, that's you, right? But I think even if that is you, like find that inner child sometimes to play around with and you'll be so surprised at how much healing comes from, con from connecting with your inner child. So much. So like life-changing, like, oh, and so sharing about how, like, I believe the inner child is the key to everything. I, I still remember this, um, a post that Teal Swan made. I know there's controversy around her, but I still think she's amazing. But, um, but a year, a year and a half ago or something, she posted something saying the inner child, which is in fact, or no, the higher self, which is in fact disguised as the inner child. And I was like, yes, yes. Like from every perspective, the, the inner child shows where we're holding back, shows where we're wounded, shows where we want to express, shows how we can be our fullest expression of ourselves. So I, I think there's just magic available with the inner child. And I didn't even realize what was missing. I didn't realize how I wasn't really connected to play or fun or self-expression for the longest time. It's like, oh yeah, I'm playing, but it's like facilitating play versus like being fully in the play, you know? That is, I feel like that was so potent, Tiffany, like the facilitating play versus being in the play, because I think that's when you're with your third eye closed, you're just facilitating, you're going through the motions, right? And once you're kind of spiritually aware, embodiment is like a big part of my spiritual practice. And I felt like that was the key that unlocked so much for me to realize I can spout all the shit that I want, right? But until like I'm actually living it, breathing it, being it, doing it every single day, that's when the, the shifts come. That's when the change comes. And 
like Tiffany said, it doesn't have to be so serious. You don't have to meditate for hours, you know, like 10 minutes and whatever, or you can find your meditation in playing with your children or walking outside in nature or having a dance party. We love to dance at Spirit Mamas because it moves your energy so easily and it really connects you to that state of joy. The When you're in that state of joy, you're immediately raising your vibration and attracting more joy, you know? And I think people get really caught up in um, uh, just some of the, even just the dogma of the spiritual world, right? That again, it has to be a certain way and it really doesn't, you know? I think finding what brings you joy and then following that is always going to lead you to more joy and more happiness. And it might surprise you, like reconnecting to the things that you loved as a child. Like I danced all through childhood and then I stopped, you know? Um, And I think it was uh, Sahara Rose or some, you know, other podcast person that said, you know, notice when did you stop dancing? When did you stop singing? When did you stop playing? When did you stop being joyful? Um, and that tends to kind of unlock so many other things once you kind of bring that back into your life. Yes. I felt like I felt that <laughs> I felt that in my body so much. So true. Absolutely. And I definitely, uh, it's so it's, it like blows my mind sometimes how life like builds in the, the lessons, the, the integrations, the, the showing me where there's healing and things like that. So for example, one day I was sitting at my altar, I had just made a cup of cacao and I was planning to like spend some time in my spiritual like ritual, like to be with myself, connect with myself. I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. And then my daughter came in and she was like throwing a fit. And I got a little, I got annoyed. I was like, I just heated this up. I want to do this. I like, it's going to get cold. And I'm like, I don't have time for this, you know, like in my head. And, and then I just like, one thing that I got from the Akashic records was my daughter is like a reflection of my inner child. When she's throwing a tantrum, it's my inner child throwing a tantrum. Uh, She is, she is my mirror. She is like my biggest teacher. And so I paused, I noticed, I observed, and I was like, okay, I'm feeling chills right now. And I was like, okay, where is this uh, showing me that my inner child is throwing a tantrum? And so I was like, okay, I let go of my plans, (laughs) my intentions. And I'm like, okay, I'm with you. And we ended up like laying in bed playing Roblox with my son as well. And I'm like, okay, this is my spiritual practice for today, for this moment. And um, I don't remember what the confirmation was, but I received some, oh, I think I like received, like some sales came in or something like that. It was like, yes, this is, cause I noticed when I'm in alignment, it's like ching, 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 ching. And when I'm like neglecting myself, it's like, dead air you know I loved how you said you you listened because being present in the moment you have to like if you're truly present you you automatically bring in that joy but then you also are able to kind of stop pause and like see where you're like when the ego is kind of trying to peek itself and I think that it's so amazing that you know you were able to take that moment to kind of pivot 
to what your spiritual practice was going to be for that day you know what I mean and like your your children needed you that you didn't have to like do the whole traditional like let me sit here and have this moment right and so I think that's beautiful that you were able to kind of like stop and and truly listen I've been practicing that now for the last like six weeks like really trying to be in the moment and what I've realized is like it removes all the anxiety of the next moment or the things that you know you think about well look so-and-so said this and then how's this gonna but like being right there and I it it has even allowed me to like look at Victoria and I's business to figure out like what works best for me like what were the things that just didn't make me happy that I was doing or like you know and I found this place of like I love like sending out our oracle cards and I love like you know looking at the money for the month to see like who gets what and you know like and and this just like responding to emails and things of that nature like it just but I had to be present and you know you hear like when you're present you're the most creative right because it's like you don't have like it's just like you're there and then things can flow in so I love the fact that you were able to to do that I needed to hear that Tiffany (laughs) oh I'm so glad yeah I've so noticed that also um, in business, because I I definitely had the paradigm of work hard to make money. You've got to do, you've got to do the things. And my to-do list is like, ah, there's so much to do. And the bizarre thing, not bizarre, but it felt bizarre, is like the things work, you know, sales come in, things sell, then clients come to me out of nowhere when I am nourishing myself, focusing on uh, filling my cup, whether it's a spiritual practice, nature walk, playing with my kids. It is not ever, 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 ever when I am sitting at my computer doing. It's not like crossing things off the to-do list. It is my energy, my alignment, and that is when things work. And it is, has been a total shift, but like the evidence is you know, and it's like doing it without the evidence, but when that evidence comes is that confirmation, it's like, okay, there's this reminder, I want to go for a nature walk, but my to-do list is overwhelming, but I want to go for a nature walk, so I'm going for a nature walk. I love that. I needed to hear all of this. Like, I think everything, you know, everything's so divine, and like, nothing is like, no, like, everything happens for a reason, but I feel like where I am, I needed to hear your version of the story for that. So I appreciate you. Like you just held held more space for me. So I appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad that that means the world to me. Um, And okay, so where do we want to go now? What, how would you say that your your practices, your spiritual connection, your uh, energy healing, all of those things or you can focus on anything in particular that you want how does that benefit you as a mother and how would that benefit other mothers so i think you want to go Vic? go ahead i was like you may hear baby in the background but (laughs) oh this is giving me all the like you know baby feeder i remember those days anyone listening i'm breastfeeding my child right now so (laughs) tmi but he woke up early so here we are um but I think my, my practice allows me to go with the flow like this, you know, it allows me to, like Tiffany said, to get rid of the anxiety, right. Of having to be perfect, of having to, um, do it a certain way. But I also think it gives me more energy. That's the the thing I hear a lot. People are like, how do you, 
work a corporate job, have a business, have two kids. Like, how do you do all of it? And it's because of the breath work and the energy practices that I have. You know, I think I have more energy now as a mom of two than I ever had as a, you know, single person at 18. Well, maybe not at 18, but you know what I mean? That it's, it's really given me more zest for life and for anything that life throws at me. You know, it doesn't mean that I don't um, ride through the emotional waves. I do, but it's allowed me to realize that my tears are medicine that, you know, any of those things that I'm feeling are medicine to help me move forward. And I do really believe that all of us that have chosen a spiritual path, it's not the easy path. It's really not. And sometimes it can be very easy to point to that person over there and say, you know, ah, they have it easier than I do. Like, why is it so hard? But it's so much more fulfilling and so much more enriching, um, even through all of the hard stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and for me, I think it just allows me to give to my kids from a full cup, right? Because I'm able to, so my my daily practice is I try to meditate daily because that's just what I like to do. I like going in the clouds. Some people are like, you're you're showing real purple right now. Your head's your head's in the clouds. <laughs> I like being in the clouds. But um, but for me, it's just really like doing my affirmations and taking a moment to breathe and just taking a moment to tap into my my intuition throughout the day really allows me to show up for my kids, you know, and um, and there's been times where I would get off of my practice and I was like, you know, always like two seconds from blowing up or, you know, just acting like that inner teenager that was like having the temper tantrum and your kids look at you like you're crazy because it's like, where did that come from? So I think for me, in order for me to really kind of, you know, I set the energy of my house and the way you do that is really by being present. Even when you, when you want to blow up, it's just really taking that moment to breathe. And like, you know, with a toddler, their energy is already, already like, they're trying to figure it out. Well, why can't I get this cookie right now? Or why can I, you know? And I found like, I can either go to his level of being like, sit down right now. And then he's like back and forth. Or I can just calmly speak to him in a way where he, his energy now shifts, right? Um, and I think the only way to do that is for me to, to do these practices of, you know, meditating, doing my affirmations, doing Reiki on myself, um, going to my Reiki healer once a month to, to get the, the um, love that I need, right? Um, because a lot of times when you're a healer, you, you could end up pouring from an empty cup because you're taking on everybody's stuff. And so you need to be cleared out as well. And so I do try to also find the time for me to get some spiritual practice in for myself from a, another professional at least once a month. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> Here's my throat tracker again. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, you absolutely cannot pour from an empty cup. And that was like the beginning, I feel for me of really seeing that I have been doing personal development, like inner growth for a long time. But when I went back to my yoga practice after both of my kids were um, born and my daughter was like toddler age or something. And I noticed that when I went to class, I started being more patient as a mother. 
I was less responding from trigger and more responding from calm and patience. And if I would miss a class for whatever reason, and I started with once a week and I would notice when I missed, I was less patient. I was like, hmm, okay. I thought I had to like deplete myself and put everything into them, but oh, wow, by actually doing something that fills my cup and feels good to me and brings me like joy and contentment, I am actually benefiting them. Whoa, <laughs> it was like, you know, total opposite from everything I had ever thought, ever learned, ever seen. And it seems so like obvious now, but at the time it was like life changing. And that just sent me down that, uh, that path of continuing to, let me, what else can I do? I'm going to go take Zumba because I love to dance, you know, <laughs> and then so forth town. I love that. We both, Tiffany and I both took time for ourselves as new moms. My, when Sebastian was about a year old, I went for a week long retreat in Costa Rica. And I thankfully had a spiritual mentor at the time who really encouraged me and said, no, you're going to be a better mom. It's great for your kids to have the dad time. You know, you're going to come back and be refreshed and, you know, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. You don't have to sacrifice for them. I truly believe that the um, conscious mothers or me as a conscious mother is not a mother who sacrifices. I mean, obviously, granted, my kids come first um, in certain situations, but for the most part, I don't believe that you have to sacrifice as a mom. I really don't. I think you can, I hate that phrase, like have it all, but you, you can, you can have it all as long as you're filling your own cup. It's truly possible to, to move through life with grace. I think that's what it is, right? That you're really moving through with grace for any situation because you're filling up your love tank and then it kind of overflows and ripples to everyone around you. I agree. And I think, you know, one thing about being a mom too is, you know, our children, like they chose us, right? Like we chose each other on a soul level. Um, and so a lot of times, being a mom, it is taking the time to really listen to your children because they're also here to teach us. And I think that's the beauty of this whole partnership that we agreed upon, right? Like, yes, you're here to take care of them, nurture them, make sure they're protected. But I think a lot of times they're here to teach us as well. Just like you said, Tiffany, you know, you know, your daughter is a mirror for you, right? And so it's like knowing that when you see her do certain things that it's, it's time for you to learn a little bit. And I think that my children have definitely done that for me as well. Absolutely. I, the divine speaks to me through my children. I, the things that have come out of their mouth sometimes, it's like a message that, that, ties into say a program that I did that they did that for example my son uh hadn't heard it was um one day we were driving to go out to dinner and he's like one day can we leave a thousand dollar tip just because like just for fun just because and I was like did I ever tell you how one of my mentors Melanie Ann Lear left uh, a thousand dollar tip like for her waiter, it was during an exponential wealth program. And he's like, who? And my daughter was like, you told me, but it came through his mouth because he hadn't heard it. 
and it was like this this like confirmation of of the path and um it's it's not coming to me at the moment but it was it was very much like from the divine out of his mouth as a message to me like yeah and it's so it's so they're they're star seeds and so, so many things come out of their mouths that like my daughter once and i was in a, a moment of scarcity and she was like you can make five thousand dollars in a day you can make five thousand dollars in an hour you can make five thousand dollars in a minute i'm like okay these teachings are reaching you <laughs> right no it's it, it's so funny because i was told too that logan had never been here before that he was an angel sent to teach me stuff so like when he would talk to me about like the solar system and the just all the stuff at three that I was like how the heck do you know that I started listening and even now he says things and I definitely think Lennox has been here before but he definitely is here to I think he, he is a star seed as well but it's so funny when things do come through them and I think that goes back to being a conscious parent right like you have to be you have to know when you see the knowing through your kids, right? So like, it's so it's so fun to have these little conversations with them. My youngest is so connected with my grandmother that he calls her his grandmother, but she died like two years before he came along. And so last night he like came in the bathroom and he was like, yeah, I, I miss Gigi so much. And, and me and my oldest are like, was he, around, was he born when she was? Cause that's how like he talks about her. Like he, he can point her picture out. He knows, and like, me and me and my oldest will ask him questions and you could tell she's speaking through him and then he'll just crack up laughing like they think it's some inner joke and I'm like and he's only three right so it's like you know he does. I'm like do you know what you're talking about but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna listen for the the lesson and I'm gonna take what I'm supposed to learn from this and I'm gonna use it that my grandmother is using you to just say hello to me right but it's like being aware enough to see those little signs from those those beautiful souls that signed up to come here and teach us some stuff. Victoria, I can't wait for Sebastian. And <laughs> I was literally like, just thinking that because I was like, God, Sebastian's never done that. But it's interesting of the two, I, not to say Sebastian and I haven't had lifetimes together, but I know Rocky and I have. Like, I know it. And he, the, when he was in the womb, he was already so, so assertive. Tiffany would do Reiki on me and he would tell her like, you need to move me over here or I need to be doing this. And the other day I looked into his eyes, Tiff and I, and it's funny sometimes when I'm looking at him while he's feeding, I feel like I see a third eye on him. And I was looking into his eyes the other day though. And I was like, you're not from this planet, are you? Like I could just, it just, I just felt this like starseed connection and I think, you know, more and more embracing that multidimensionality is something that Tiffany and I talk about all the time, that you're not just a mama, you're not just a starseed, you're not just a wife and, and all of these labels, right? Like you are so many things and nothing all at the same time. And when we do our healing the mother wound ceremonial circle, we call in our starseed ancestors because it's really important to work with their energy as well, because you're healing not just your current lifetime, you're healing your past and future generations and your whole galactic bloodline, truly, whenever you're doing healing work. And that container specifically, we work with the healed ancestors, whether they're starseed or 
earthly because they have the power and the potential to help amplify any of the healing that you do when we work together and, and any healing work that you do on your own, you're not just healing yourself, you're healing like your entire lineage. And so it can get really trippy really fast, but I think it's so cool that like we're the, we're the ones our ancestors have been waiting for. Yes. And then my throat tracker just got like, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love this so much. Um, Do you have any final words that you would like to share? Anything that's coming through or any advice that you have for moms? I really think, listen to the nudges. Listen to the little signs that are coming through the mouths of your children, but also just in your everyday life, the the bumblebee that you see in nature, the song on the radio, we are always being supported and talked to from our guides and angels and ancestors in the universe. And the more we realize that it can take any form of communication, the more you'll realize we're constantly being, you know, talked to and you have free will. Of course, you can always choose to not listen, but life flows a lot easier when you start to notice these little nudges, these little signs, these little things, because you are on an earthly journey to learn a lesson. You are here to learn and grow and evolve. And I think somewhere along the way, people forget that they think, you know, I don't know what they think we're here for, but, but you are here to learn and grow and evolve. And, you know, sometimes that's hard. Sometimes that's easy, but you you made some choices before you came here. And so it's time to remember some of those choices. Yeah, and I think for me, it's just reminding moms that you already have the answer. It's just remembering. And a, an amazing way to do that is by being present, knowing that you are connected to source, that you are source. And when you do that, you will be so surprised at how the answers just kind of flow through and you just have that inner knowing. So just know that you already have the answer. You already know. It's just, you know, we signed up to forget when we came here, but it's time for us to remember. So that is the message that I have for all the moms out there. Ah, so beautiful, so potent, so true. Like words of such pure truth and gold. I love it. Thank you. Where can listeners find you online? I'm, I'm sure they're going to want to connect with you, follow you, work with you. Yes. So you can find us at www.spiritmamas.com or you can find us on Instagram at spirit.mamas. Um, a lot of fun content to look at there. Um, you can find out about our latest and greatest of everything from our uh, Oracle cards that we just created to our in-person retreats that we have one coming up in the North Georgia mountains in October, um, healing the mother wound, get some free meditations, all the good stuff. But yes, that's where you can find us. Awesome. Wonderful. And I will link that in the show notes as well. And thank you both so much for connecting and sharing with us today. I'm so glad that we connected. Of course, always no accidents. So perfect. And thank you so much. Thanks so much, Tiffany. Bye, (laughs) listeners. hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love to hear how it resonated for you and what your favorite takeaway was. 
Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram or Facebook or both at Priestess Tiffany Jade. Please also share this episode with your friends and leave a review on iTunes. If you feel activated and called to work with me, visit my website, tiffanyjade.com, for my current offerings. Until the next episode, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself, for listening, and for taking the time out of your day to learn, to grow, and to expand. Have a joy-filled day.